0: the fighters, frontliners, those working all-nighters, above and beyonders, getting it doneers, and those up with the sunners, and news and radio for keeping it real, cheers to the grocers and the 18 wheels, you keep the world spinning, that's the truth, so we'd like to thank you.
1: And that's a bit of the great new song from my guest, Chris LaBelle. It's called Frontliners, and Chris was inspired to write it, of course, because of the times we are living in. Uh, But we'll get to the direct inspiration from Chris himself and the success of that song already in the lives that it is touching. I've got a couple of other songs from Chris on the way, including Say Yeah, a great single that he had out, and a duet with Genevieve Fisher called Rhinestone. So we've got lots of uh, songs on the show and, of course, lots of stories. My pleasure now to welcome... Chris LaBelle. Hey, Chris, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. It's so great to have you here. And uh, let's start off, first of all, we'll find out how you're doing through all this, but congratulations, everybody listening, of course, who follows you on social media knows this, that uh, you are now a dad. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, thank you. It's it's awesome. And it's true what people say,
2: Uh you don't get any sleep at all. It's, it's, it's wild. Um, you know, I, I like it's just pure joy from the moment that he took his first breath. It, it's just, it's a love that, uh, it's just such an unconditional love. It's, uh, I, I love being a dad.
1: And we can see when we see you on social media and the videos and the pictures, the joy that is there and uh, all the love and fun you're having. Had you thought about uh, being a father for a while? Chris, is it something you had kind of thought, man, this is something I'd like to be one day? Yeah.
2: Like I, I just love kids and I do a ton of charity uh, for kids. Like we go to Disneyland uh, with an organization called uh, dreams take flight. And it, it just, you know, it, when I was younger, I'm like, I, I, I just want to have a nice family. I want, you know, live the simple life. And, uh, you know, being a musician, it's tough sometimes, but there, there's never a right time to have a kid, but you know, I just let God, you know, I just let God lead the way. And, uh, he, mm-hmm. he blessed me with, uh, Grayson, Brian LaBelle on April 27th at 6:12 PM.
1: Awesome. Love it. And uh, can you give us, for those who don't know, the story behind the the first and middle name? Yeah, so Brian is my father-in-law, and uh, Grayson,
2: you know, it's just got the word Grayson there, and uh, he Mm -hmm. he looks like a Grayson. We had had four names picked out. We had, like, Grayson, we had uh, Bryson avery and uh leo uh named after my grandpa and he he just looked like a grayson the the second that he took his first breath and i was just like you know here julie here he is here's grayson uh, (laughs) because my poor wife uh she she couldn't see anything she she needed a c-section and uh i was just telling her everything that was going on i'm like oh he's out you know and he didn't start crying at first, and I'm I just like, "Julie, you got this!" Like, you did such a great job because it was a long, 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 forty-hour labor, and uh, you know, she, she, yeah, it's, it was, it was just incredible. We were at the hospital for five days, and uh, like, it was. You know, it was a lockdown because of COVID-19, and, you know, we couldn't leave the room. I couldn't even go get a chocolate bar or, or a can of Coke. You know, I had to eat hospital food for five days, which was, oh, like, goodness. disgusting.
1: Yeah, But, like, everything,
2: you know, everything worked out. Everything worked out so good, and, you know, we're happy, and we're home, and we're all healthy right now.
1: That is so important, and uh, you got through uh, the delivery through COVID, which you, said, which you just said added some complications as far as you know being on lockdown, but uh, um, we talked about this a bit before we came on the air, but uh, family and friends obviously can't come close, but you're doing some drive-by uh, showings of the baby and that kind of stuff to, to let everybody see him and vice versa? Yeah, because my mom, so she's
2: working on the front lines right now. She's a, a grocery store cashier, so you know, we're taking the social distancing pretty serious right now and, you know, we don't want anybody to get sick. So I drive by my parents' house and they just look through the car window. And it's just so sad because I, I, you know, we've waited nine months for him to come and, you know, my parents are getting older and there's nothing more than I want for them to hold them. So, you know, we've been doing drive-bys and, uh, you know, that's, that's just the way it is right now. And we got to respect the rules that the government put in place. And, uh, you know, they're doing such a great job to try to keep everybody safe, and everybody at the hospital is doing such a great job. It was, uh, you know, it's I I gotta hand it to the frontliners out there. They're 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 right in the middle of this thing, and you know, they're just telling us to stay home. So, you know, we gotta respect that, and uh, it's we'll do anything to stay healthy right now.
1: And you did what uh, a musician can do uh, in, in times like these, and that is write a song and record it and put it out there, you know, straight from your heart. You were, you were inspired, obviously motivated by what's going on. You wanted to make a difference. Um, and this song, Frontliners, is so beautiful. It, you sh- shared some of it online initially. I think a clip of it, kind of the raw clip. It is now produced, ready for radio. For anybody listening, they can request it. Uh, give me a bit of information behind, you know, the initial inspiration and just how it all came about.
2: Yeah, it was uh it was wild because like leading up to the to the birth, uh Julie was having a hard time sleeping and and so was I because we were like, you know, what's going to happen? Like how is the hospital going to treat us? Like what are we going to do? So, I was having a hard time sleeping and uh you know, I just I, I picked up the guitar and I was like, you know, thank you frontliners and, you know, thank you you know to the grocery store clerks and to the truckers and you know it just it it was kind of cool because i was on facebook and i'm like i need somebody to help me write this song because i got this idea and then uh you know it was one in the morning two in the morning and nobody was responding back so i (laughs) i ended up putting a clip on facebook to see you know is is this like is is this (laughs) touching anybody like is this is this affecting anybody and like people wrote back right away in the comments. So I'm like, okay, I got to finish this song. And it basically, it wrote itself. And, you know, two days later I ended up recording it. And then two days after that, I put a video out. And then two days after that, I called, uh, Bill Miller, my uh, radio promoter guy. And I'm like, Bill, you know, how much do I got to give you to, so you can promote this? I just want people to hear this song. (laughs) And he's like, Chris, you know, uh, I'm going to do this one for free you know, this is, it's a great message. And so we're just trying to make some money for the uh, food bank of Canada. And uh, yeah, it's, it's just the song wrote itself. And I'm so happy that it's, it's touched so many people. Like, uh, you know, I got friends on Facebook that can't even help their own kids or they're actually like sleeping in the garage because they're too scared to go home because they've been working, you know, 24 hours a day, 48 hours. Like it, it, this is a serious, serious, Disease, And, uh, you know, we can't take it lightly. So I'm just happy that, you know, people can smile when they hear the song. And uh, it totally blew my expectations out of the water. Like, like, I think there's over a couple hundred thousand views on Facebook right now. Wow
1: amazing yeah in such a short amount of time how did you get it uh so quickly from that from the initial demo basically that you did but to the final product and now it's ready for radio who was behind that you had a producer involved uh remotely yeah so
2: um i i've got a little setup here at my house and uh so steve foley um he owns a studio here in ottawa called audio valley recordings and i told him over email and we had a, and we had a chat over the phone. I'm like, hey, can we can we get this done? Like, is this even possible to do this without me going into the studio? And he's like, oh yeah, man, like we could definitely do this. So I recorded an acoustic and my vocal, and then he put it together and played. And I told him, I'm like, let's not overproduce it or anything. Like, I want the lyric to come across strong. And uh, he's like, yeah, no problem, man. And he shot me back what he did, and then I recorded the vocals here at my house. And I showed it back to him and it was like a lot of, you know, technology is so awesome these days. Like you can mm-hmm. you record an album, you know, in your bedroom pretty much. But, uh, <laughs> pretty yeah, <amazing>. he, <laughs> yeah, it is. It's so awesome. And, uh, oh. so yeah, we respected the social distancing and, you know, we, we turned that song around literally in, in about eight, eight or nine hours. And, uh, you know, we oh, just, man. yeah, we wanted to focus on the lyric and we didn't want to overproduce it too much. And, uh, I didn't at first I didn't even plan on giving it to radio or anything. I just wanted to do it on social media just for, you know, for some people to smile and it just it took off like I I can't believe it. It's uh <laughs> it it gets me emotional sometimes like it's like wow, <laughs> it, this is it this is actually, you know, it's touching people and yeah. I, I'm so happy about that.
1: You made it happen, and you've made a difference, and our listeners um, can contact their country stations to say they want to hear it. And how can they help with um, uh, raising funds through this, as you said, for the Food Bank of Canada? Is it through streaming it, or downloads, that kind of thing? Yeah, so, like,
2: right now, like, everything happens so quickly and, and so fast. So, you know, I'm going to be making some T-shirts that say, thank you, frontliners, and... Um, you know, I'll, I'll mail those out personally to everybody. And you know, we'll just, uh, yeah, we're, we're just going to try to raise as much money as possible. And, like, all the uh, streaming or, like, even if it plays on the radio, you know, I get I get a certain percentage of that. So I'll just keep all that and, and give that to uh, food banks of Canada as well. Because I know a lot of the food banks, um, they're hurting because, mm-hmm. you know, like, a lot of people are not working right now. And, and that that's the only way I... You know, knew how to give back and and, and thank the frontliners at the same time. So, like, this is bigger than Chris LaBelle. This is about you know everybody in need right now. So, it, it's cool that everybody is sharing it on Facebook and you know listening to the song and tuning in. And uh, you know, when I when I go for a drive to pick up groceries, we're doing like curbside. Uh, you know, I turned on I turned on the radio the other day and they were talking about it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. Like, this is, it's just so cool. It's, it's a yeah. song that I've never felt, like, so emotionally attached before because I've never really written a song top to bottom. Um, you know, I've always worked with other writers, and uh, this one just, you know, like, God took the pen and just kept writing it on paper.
1: hmm Well, it's an amazing song, and let's hear it now uh, from my guest, Chris LaBelle. This is Frontliners on In the Country. And this is for the fighters, frontliners And those working all-nighters,
0: above and beyonders Getting it doneers, and those up with the sunners We lost some good ones We've had some bad luck It could have been worse if it weren't for Blood, sweat, and tears and Bruises black and blue On behalf of the nation behalf of the world We'd like to thank you This is for the fighters Frontliners and those working all-nighters Above and beyonders Getting it doneers And those up with the sunners and radio for keeping it real cheers to the grocers and the 18 wheels you keep the world spinning that's the truth so we'd like to thank you another day gone another start up again for you will stay home Tip my cap, God bless you, my friends. This is for the fighters, frontliners. And those working all nighters, above and beyonders, getting it done. And those up with the sunners. And news and radio for keeping it real. Cheers to the grocers and the 18 wheels. You keep the world spinning, that's the truth. So we'd like to thank you We're getting stronger We're getting wiser We're gonna win this woe That the devil man put us through You're all those angels You're willing and able To take a risk for strangers, stranger So we pray for you Fighters, frontliners Those working all-nighters Above and beyonders Getting it done And those up with the sunners News and radio for keeping it real Cheers to the grocers and the 18 wheels You keep the world spinning, that's true. So we'd like to thank We'd like to thank you. This is for the fighters, frontliners.
1: And that is Chris LeBell with his song Frontliners that he wrote to thank everyone who are just right on the front lines uh, in whatever capacity that is during these COVID-19 times that we're all dealing with and are kind of putting our lives on hold for now. Um, amazing. And I think you were on, if I saw correctly on, on social media uh, earlier today, I think on CTV, did you get some coverage on the TV? Yeah.
2: So um, yeah, we're, we, did, we did the CTV morning lives and uh yeah, it's great. It it's it's so cool. I've never had so much media coverage in my life, but again, like, <laughs> you yeah, know, this is this is about the frontliners and uh it's, it's beautiful. way bigger than me and yeah, no, it's uh I just and, and thank you for doing this this interview because uh you know, you got a great following as well and uh I can't wait for your your audience to hear this.
1: Me too. Can't wait for them yeah, to hear the song for those who haven't or are hearing it again and of course getting the story behind it more of uh, where, you were, where you were in your mind space and all that as you wrote it, and in your heart, of course. Um, so let's, let's, we're going to get to some more music here on the show, and uh, let's talk about your influences. Um, I know we had an interview a few years back where we had a chance to chat about this kind of stuff, Chris. Um, probably, I don't know, five years ago. I've lost track now. but Yeah, it was wild. It was a while ago now, um, and a lot of people listening may not know about your influences and, you know, where you've come from musically. Who are the artists that, uh, as you were growing up, Chris, inspired you to, to do what they're doing?
2: You know what, anybody that had um, a cool melody or harmonies, like, I loved Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons, uh, I loved, you know, Tim Cochran, um, I, I grew up... Uh, listening to everything really but uh, I really started to hone in on country music when I was about nine or ten years old uh Chattahoochee came out by Alan Jackson and that was like, my mm. favorite song and uh, you know I, I play it to this day at <laughs> shows it's just it's such a crowd pleaser but uh you know anything anything that's real and anything that uh, that connects with an audience is is what I love and uh you know, I'm I'm not even I'm not even scared to say that I was listening to the, like the Backstreet Boys and NSync growing up because like those guys <laughs> are super talented and like the harmonies are just oh, yeah. insane. So, you know, if we could bring that into my music, then that that's all I want to do. I just want to have fun and uh just, you know, like just write good songs.
1: And we'll talk about songwriting, uh but uh being on stage for you Chris we all know when you're up there you're having a great time you got all the dance moves your own unique dance moves um and you entertain us is, is that it, to me it looks like it's come naturally to you and you and you as a kid i'm assuming you're probably a ham and a fun guy and next. <laughs> yeah. okay and then I, or i was going to ask or 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 did or did this come later in life but is this just who you are from the start <laughs> yeah you know what
2: it's just whenever i get up on stage it's kind of like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm I'm not sure. And then when I look back at video, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did that. But it's just like, uh, it's it's kind of weird because I remember my mom always saying, hey, whenever you're doing a performance or whenever you're doing a speech, just think that the audience is naked. Like, don't worry, you know, like just be be cool right? and and think they're all naked. And uh, I've always taken that advice and it's 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 actually kind of weird though when i when i look back at myself it's like oh my gosh what are you doing man like what happened <laughs> there i i'm not i'm not thinking i'm just having so much fun and uh it, it it's great you know like like you could sing a party song and you know, like it's summertime let's get a cold beer let's do it and then you could just do a complete 180 and and go the opposite way and and sing a song that touches people. So it's it's just uh, you know festival season's so fun. I love being on stage, and uh, yeah, I just love entertaining people because it, it it you know again it comes back to just putting so- a smile on somebody's face because mm-hmm. you know it, 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 just don't take your life too serious.
1: And you're great at that. And the more fun you're having on stage, the more fun we can have in the audience. And uh, you're awesome at that. Uh, is there a stage you haven't played yet, Chris, that you're hoping to one day get on to perform? Yeah, you know what? It's it's crazy. It's in my hometown. It's uh, it's called Blues Fest,
2: and uh, I I would love to play Blues Fest, or obviously the big one would be the Grand Old Opry. Uh, that right? That would I would probably quit music if I got to play that. Like that's like <laughs> one of my biggest goals is to play the Opry. But uh, you know, I just got to continue to. Try to write good songs that connect with people Because that's what country music's all about It's about a story and it's connecting and it's real So, you know, hopefully one day I get to play the Opry
1: And you mentioned all the fun songs You know, on stage, having a great time Tell me about a couple And I know you've got a few of these um, Some of the serious or more heartfelt songs Aside from frontliners That you've written that you like to perform And that move you when you perform them On more of the, the serious or uh, heartfelt side yeah. I mean, I've got a song called uh,
2: Fight Like a Girl and uh, mm-hmm. I haven't released it yet. Um, I, I I can't take credit for the writing of that, but uh, I was in a writing room out in Nashville and uh, this guy, Steve Padilla, he, he showed me the song and I'm like, please, like Steve, let me sing this song because the world has to hear this. Like The message is so awesome. Like mm. I'd be the strongest man in the world if I could fight like a girl, and it's just, it's so mm. true. Like like looking at what Julie, what my wife went through like during pregnancy. Like there's no man in this entire world that could have done what she done. Like it's uh, you know it's it's so awesome. But uh, that song, I can't wait to show everybody that song. Uh, I think I have a clip on. Facebook, or uh, just like an acoustic performance Mm -hmm. of it. But uh, I can't wait to perform that in front of uh, a large crowd.
1: It's so cool when a song uh, – I mean, it has a great message. It's the main part of that song, and I love it. But also that there's kind of that clever hook to it. I'd be the strongest man in the world uh, if I could fight like a girl. Taking a phrase and putting a spin on it, which, as you know, as a writer yourself, is something that's like finding gold. You're trying to find a new way of saying something that's already been said.
2: Yeah, no, exactly. And I think that's the, that's the toughest thing these days is to – try to be clever with a lyric because you know there's so like out in nashville there's there's writers every day monday to friday that are pumping out you know sometimes two three songs a day so like i would say you know nashville is producing probably a thousand songs a day so how do you how do you change it up and you know mm-hmm. steve hit that right on the head um just like just so clever and i'm i'm, I'm so honored to be the artist on that track. So hopefully it does well in the future.
1: Um, let's turn to a song now. And you had this out as a single. This is a great song. It's one of your catchy, fun songs called say, yeah, which, you know, you bop along to I me mean, as a listener does. And uh, it's so catchy. Tell me about uh, say, yeah, and then we're, then we're going to play it on the show.
2: Yeah. So uh, when I was uh, the frontman of Rivertown Saints, say um, it's a song that I pitched to the band and uh you know, it, it it I I don't think everybody loved it in the band, so that's that's one of the reasons why I, I kind of went the solo route, and uh, uh, it, it was just it was such a tough decision. But I just wanted to write songs that I wanted to write, and you know, being in a band it, it was it was a little tough. Uh, like it was, you know, everybody had to agree on the same thing. But uh, this this <laughs> was a song that I had written uh, with uh, Gavin Slate and Travis Wood about. Four years ago, and uh, I, I was just like, you know what? I don't want to stretch it out too much, where people are like, "Oh, he's so different." But like, almost have a bit of that Rivertown Town Saint Salt on it a bit. So, um, yeah, it's just such a fun song, and it's it's fast. It's uh, it's something that when you hear it right off the top, you're sort of bobbing your head a bit, and like yeah. you might not be listening to the lyric, but it's just. <laughs> one of those catchy songs that uh, Jeff Diesel produced the heck out of. Like, he's, he's so magical, that guy. When, he, when you give him a song, he'll, he'll make it sound so good.
1: Tell me about that. Uh, and uh, Jeff, his name comes up a lot because he produces a lot of acts, including Aaron Allen is the one that comes to mind, and Dan Davidson, and so many others. Uh, what is it about Jeff Diesel or Dalziel um, that, uh, as a producer, what does he bring to the table? Or the studio he's, he's a perfectionist Like he's
2: uh, you, know, it, 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 you know A lot of people in Nashville They'll pump out songs Like oh They'll turn around a song in a day You know Jeff takes his time uh, You know, Sometimes he takes too much time Because as an artist <laughs> You're like come on man Like hustle Let's go I want this But uh, you know He makes you sit On the back of your seat And he's like Hey I got this Just relax Just chill I got this And he's so He's so chill as a person, and, and that's what he brings to the song and the, the vibe and, and the studio. Like He just brings great vibes, and uh, he's a perfectionist. He, he's amazing. He's won multiple awards, and he's, gonna, he's even going to win more uh, in the future. He's, he's phenomenal.
1: Well, let's check out that song now from Chris LaBelle. This is Say Yeah Odd In The Country.
0: From across the room What would you think about that If that bartender handed you a drink on me Would you throw it on back If I told you girl you got me first. Would you think I'm just drunk And if I drop my favorite pick up mine Would you pick it on up If I asked you for some one on one Would you say yeah
1: And that is Chris LaBelle with Say Yeah here on In the Country. And man, that is such a great tune. We have another song coming up from him, which is a duet with a great Ontario female country artist. Um, uh, stepping aside from music for a moment, Chris, if you had another career or, were, or could do something else other than music, do you have a, was there anything else you had thought about doing other than music? Yeah, you know what? It's um,
2: my hockey My hockey dream went down the drain when I was about 18 years old. (laughs) Unfortunately, I wanted to be a hockey player like every Canadian boy, but like I've always dreamed about riding a school bus. Like it's weird, but. (laughs) I, I always loved my school bus driver since I was, like, four years old all the way until, I don't know, 12. Like, I thought it was the coolest thing in the world how the chair used to bounce up and down and, you know, the driver had the big <laughs> wheel. And uh, I, I remember her name. Her name was Miss Martha. And she drove me to school all the way up to grade 8. And uh, I always wanted to be a bus driver. And like, I, I, you know what? Maybe I'll still do it. Maybe I'll drive the baby to school. <laughs> On down a big
1: bus, a big yellow bus. There you go. Dreams can still come true. That could still happen for you. <laughs> that is hilarious. And what about the hockey dream? You said at 18, um anything specific happened? Was it an injury or Yeah,
2: so you know what? Like uh still so I'm 38 now and and hockey has changed so much. So I, I I tried out uh with the Peterborough Peets in the OHL and um I I remember I wanted to make the team so bad. And the guy, uh, I'm a 16 year old and I'm, I'm about to fight a 20 year old. And, uh, he takes his gloves off and I take my gloves off and he takes out his mouth guard and smiles at me and he has no teeth. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, here we go. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be in a lot of trouble. And I remember trying to throw a punch at him. And by then it was too late. I was already on the ice and, uh, from that day on, I'm like, yeah, I don't think hockey's for me. I think uh, it's gonna be tough. But uh, I ended up playing, uh, I ended up playing some junior in my hometown here, and uh, it was uh, what a treat! Like it was fun. But yeah, after after that, uh, you know, I went to school for a bit, took business administration, and I, I sort of matured. I mean, I'm not even mature these days, but I, I matured a little later on in life. I matured a little later on in life, so it was like. Uh,
1: you know, uh, it is what it is. I'm I'm a, a yeah. struggling musician. Let's say that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly where you want to be. Maybe not so much the struggling, but a musician. And yeah, exactly. Even str- exactly. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> it's almost all there. But uh, w- were there any points along the way, and I guess challenges, um, which I have asked other artists challenges for you, Chris, in the music career. I'm sure you've had several, but you kept going. Any specific thing you had to face and get past or or work on
2: yeah you know what you gotta, you gotta be able to take criti- uh, criticism you have to be able to you know keep, keep knocking no. on doors because like there's gonna be 20 doors that close on you but then you know that little crack might be opened um, mm-hmm. you know I've hit up a- Major labels uh, hit up Warner, Universal, Sony. Uh, you know, and and it, it's it's tough. Like they'll they'll say no to you, but eventually one day when you write that good song, uh, it it opens the door, and uh, you know people start contacting you instead of you contacting them. So you just got to keep going, and you got to be able to, uh, you know, take the good with the bad. And uh, it's it, it, it's so tough. It's a cutthroat industry because. You know, I like speaking on behalf of all musicians, you write a song, I think you kind of fall in love with it. And like, that's your baby. So anybody that says something bad about that, you're like, ah, you know, it, it, you take it a little bit personal, but you got to really just wipe it off and, and just write another one. So you got you got to just keep going.
1: And before we get to uh, that duet I was mentioning earlier, which is a great song called Rhinestones, um, on the subject of songwriting, um, do you recall what uh, drove you, uh, what motivated you when you started writing songs in the first place? What, what was it about it that uh, you found appealing? Yeah, when like the first
2: song I had ever written, uh, it was called Him or I, and it was about a relationship, and I was so mad. I, I was like, I was about 20 years old and and this girl cheated on me and I was just so so mad so I'm like how do I get her back um like like it it sounds kind of weird but it's like how do I I make her feel this so I'm like I'm gonna write a song called him or I and uh you know two days later she heard it and she's like you know you're, you're a real jerk blah 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 And it it was like a Taylor (laughs) Swift thing, you know how like Taylor Swift breaks up or like she, I don't know, whatever. Then the relationship doesn't work, and then two days later she puts out a song about that relationship. That's exactly (laughs) what I did. So it it just, it felt, it felt really good, like uh, how I could express my feelings through a song. Um, And yeah, yeah, it it sounds kind of devilish though, right now the way that I'm explaining it. (laughs) But (laughs) uh, but yeah, I know it's she didn't uh, like
1: it. She didn't like the she song at the it. sentiment. <laughs> Let's put it that
2: way. She hated it.
1: <laughs> but yeah, no, I just love how uh,
2: how you can express through a song, and uh, yeah, it's 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 the best feeling in the world. It's it's like you're painting a picture, and when you're done, you get to show it off, and you know you might like it, you might hate it, but uh, at the end of the day, you're you're happy with uh, what you did.
1: And then the, then the feeling you get when you share that song for the first time with a crowd, whether it's a small or a big crowd, or even a couple of people you shoot, or on social media. And uh, you get that reaction, like you said, with frontliners, because you don't know until you put it out there the how big or small the response will be. That's got to be a great feeling, getting the uh, feedback.
2: Oh, it's like it's, it's, it feels like you're on top of the world. And like I, again, like frontliners, it was just like,
1: you know, it wasn't...
2: It was just a song. Like I just wanted to make somebody smile, and then all of a sudden, it just it had wheels and it took off. And that's that's the thing. You never know uh, if you have a hit or not. And uh, I mean, you you're not in music to to make hits. You're you're in music to have fun. But like at the same time, it could be a hit. Like nobody knows. Nobody knows. Like I, mm-hmm. I it totally exceeded my expectations. Like I can't believe. I honestly can't believe what's going on with the song.
1: Amazing, and we'll continue to follow the uh, story of Frontliners, you know, over the next weeks and months to come as it continues to build and and make an impact. Um, Let's turn to Rhinestones. This is your duet with Genevieve Fisher, who we all know and love, and she's had some great songs on the radio that have done so well for her. Man, great person and a great voice. Tell me about uh, the song and about Genevieve.
2: Yeah, so um Rhinestones I got pitched that song uh I was doing a write in Nashville and uh the guys like I wrote this song called Rhinestones he's like I think your voice would be good on it he's like do you want to hear it and I'm like yeah sure let 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 me hear it cuz you know, I don't. I don't just have to do my own music. I mean, if, if there's a great song out there, I, I I would love to be the artist on it. So um, he showed me this song, and and right away I fell in love with the lyric because it's it's so real. The lyric, and uh, I'm like, wow, this sounds like a duet. So I remember seeing Genevieve Fisher at CMA Ontario. I think I believe it was at Markham. It was about five years ago. And I'm like, who is that? I'm like, who is that girl? I need to know who that girl is. So she was doing her performance, and this mm-hmm. first note that she sang, I, I dropped my jaw. And I'm like, I'm going to do a <laughs> duet with this girl one day. I just don't know when. Wow. Like, it, yep. yeah, it might not be with the Rivertown Saints. It, may, it might just be with Chris LaBelle. Like, but I want to do a duet. So as soon as I heard that song, she was the first person I thought about. And I, I hit her up on Instagram. And literally two days later she recorded the vocals and it it just it came so quickly and she sounds phenomenal on it she's she's such a Mm -hmm. great vocalist i I hope everybody goes to her page and checks her out because uh she's she's amazing
1: let's hear the song now from chris labelle and genevieve fisher this is rhinestones on in the country
0: Drank cheap whiskey till our heads hurt she told me she loved me first and i said it back i kind of can't stop smiling kissing no stars in the sky we were still wishing on headlights when they drove But air, no gas in the cars Cracks in those hand-me-down hearts Never broke down from the pressure of a small town We weren't diamonds, no But we still shine on just like grindstones. We watch sunsets fall from the dollar store parking lot That weepin' will was off spot Every Friday night till the street light Just like limestone. Oh, just like limestone. Oh, Ain't had the money, but how you love me, honey, I swear. We watch sunsets fall from the dollar store parking lot. Just like brownstones. Just like brown stones. Just like
1: And that is Chris LaBelle along with Genevieve Fisher. The song is Rhinestones, and you can get that song and say yeah in Frontliners online, of course, at your favorite music platforms. Money from Frontliners going to the Food Bank of Canada. Continued success on Frontliners, Chris. I think it's so great that you were motivated from your heart to write that, and I can only imagine people who are in those positions, Frontliners and the other people in the song you mentioned, hearing that song knowing that somebody cares about them and, and that we all do. It's great.
2: Yeah, I I, I wanna thank every single frontliner, whether you're a grocery store clerk or driving trucks, uh, you know, nurses, doctors, everybody. Um, you know, when we when we delivered Grayson in the hospital, they did such a good job at making us feel safe and uh, you know, they're going out of their way just just to make everybody in this world feel comfortable. So I, I just wanna thank every single one of them out there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Once again, my guest has been Chris LaBelle. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country.